What are you an expert at? If you have a podcast, chances are your show features your area of expertise. But how much do you really know about podcast production? My clients often thank me for making their shows sound great, but in my opinion, the main benefit I provide for all of my production clients is time. Time to do what they are experts at, time to grow their businesses, time to focus, and not stress out trying to do the technical production work that isn't their area of expertise. If you have a podcast or want to start one and you're ready to save three hours or more each week to focus on the stuff you're an expert at, I'd love to do all of your editing, mixing, mastering, and show distribution for you so that you can focus on growing your community and business. You can find out more at emeraldcitypro.com slash services. everybody and welcome. I'm your host, Danny Osmond. If you love podcasts, if you are passionate about your business, if you want to create and grow a podcast that will connect you with your ideal customers and you want access to education, to resources, and to other amazing business leaders and podcasters who can help you do it better every single day, then this is the podcast for you. Last week, we talked about persistence. And if you persist and keep going and fail and get back up again and fail and get back up again, you need to think about the time you're taking. So let's talk today about the four P's of time optimization. Time is an interesting resource, unlike any other. Any two people have differing financial resources and differing skills and talents. We have different opportunities, different circumstances, and a different network of friends and acquaintances. But we all have the same number of hours in a day, a week, a month, or a year. When it comes to time, we're all on level ground. No one has extra hours stashed away in a savings account for a rainy day. None of us has the ability to turn the clock back, stop it, or even slow it down. Our daily allotment of time is 24 hours, period. Or is it? I believe we can break down time into two categories. The first being the personal time we've been talking about above, which is finite. The second category of time involves tasks that we delegate to others. This is the only way I know we can actually multiply our time. So let's look at the four P's of time optimization. Number one, planning. Little of value happens without planning. Without planning, time flitters away like a bird. Planning is both a discipline and an art. We discipline ourselves to sit down and plan out our day, week, or month. We plan for a launch, product development, a meeting, or whatever. We must discipline ourselves to apply various principles of planning that we learn through training and experience. We also apply helpful processes and technological aids. But there's also an art to planning. For instance, you may plan to write a blog or create a podcast. How long will it take? We might know from experience that it takes roughly X amount of time to write a blog, but each blog is new and different. We write one blog and the thoughts seem to fly from our brain through our fingers onto the computer screen. At other times, we labor over writing a blog, taking two or three times longer than we'd hoped. This is where time management as an art form comes in. Perhaps we allotted only two hours to write that blog, but it took four. Now what do we do? 
We had the rest of our day planned out and now everything is piled up, pushed back, or falling off our calendar. We have to anticipate such anomalies and build in extra time. Some people call this white space in their calendar. We can always get creative with the remaining tasks for the day and find that we can regain lost time by reorganizing the tasks that we have yet to perform. Now, the second P, persistence. We talked about this last week. When it comes to optimizing time, persistence is another needed friend. Persistence overcomes laziness, procrastination, and setbacks. We may have a plan, but if we're not persistent in carrying it out, the best laid plan fails to serve its purpose. We can apply persistence in a variety of ways. Go back to the example of writing a blog or creating a podcast episode. Let's say you set aside two hours in the morning for writing your blog or planning out your podcast episode. You plan and you're doing your best to stick to the plan, but the words simply aren't coming or you're making a lot of mistakes and having to restart. You glance at the clock and an hour has flown by and you're nowhere on your blog or your podcast. What do you do? You can apply persistence by staying with it and trying a new approach to stimulate your thought, but knowing that you're going to succeed your two-hour allotment. But you can also set your blog aside for the time being and push on to the next task on your agenda. You know from experience that sometimes during the course of a day, suddenly you'll experience an epiphany and the blog content will rush into your thoughts. In this way, you're persistent with your tasks and time allotments, but flexible and creative with when and how you complete them. Persistence is still required, but it can't always be rigid and inflexible. The third P, patience. This may seem unusual in terms of optimizing your time. Persistence and patience go hand in hand. Persistence without patience can frustrate us and work against us both in time and relationships. Without patience, pure persistence can make us seem like an uncaring jerk. Without patience, persistence alone blinds us to our own shortcomings and the inevitability of setbacks in any project. Exercising patience gives us a more realistic view of the tasks before us and the uncertainties of life. Believe it or not, you can't control everything. Some old sage once said, a carelessly planned project takes three times longer to complete than expected. A carefully planned project will only take twice as long. Patience also gives us insight into new possibilities that we would otherwise have written off as roadblocks and setbacks. And the final P, people. As I mentioned above, other people offer us the only way of multiplying our time that I know of. By delegating tasks that others can perform, often better than we can, we optimize our time. When we engage the help of others, we greatly increase our capacity. We stretch time. Also, when we coordinate the assistance of others, the whole is usually greater than the sum of its parts. This means that we'll be able to accomplish more as a team than its individual members might have accomplished on their own. I know that some of you listening to this are thinking, I can't afford to hire somebody else. More accurately, you can't afford not to. How valuable is your time? What is your hourly rate worth? Find someone who's willing to take on one of your tasks at a fraction of your personal hourly rate and who can perform the task better than you can and you'll be saving money. Optimize and even multiply your time by applying these four Ps, planning, persistence, patience, and people. So there you have it. If you're ready to make a real change in your business in 2019, start today by first of all, subscribing to this show on 
Apple or Stitcher or Android or Google Podcast or whatever. Number two, please leave me a review. It's really helpful in getting the word out to other people. Apple likes it when people rate and review shows and it puts it up in search results and things like that. And number three, share it with a friend, a colleague, a coworker who you think would enjoy my episodes. So that's it. I look forward to seeing you next week in the next episode.